Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You may be seated. Now imagine spending your whole life dreaming about something, planning for something, working on something, and then having it completely fall apart. John the Baptist grew up believing that he was going to be the one to usher in the coming of the Jewish Messiah. At his, at his circumcision, eight days old, at his naming, his own father held him up in the air and said, And you, my child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins. John believed that his days would end in victory. He believed that when Jesus came, everything would be finally okay. Well, for John, everything was not okay. In fact, things were bad. In our gospel, we see John sitting in prison. Everything that he had imagined for his own life had come to this, a dingy first century prison cell. And I want to bring up, this is not like the jails today. This is bad. The jails today have special workout times, TVs, uh, you name it. I've been in them. My dad worked in a, well, I've not been in them for punishment. <laughs> Uh, but I've been in them. Uh, my dad was a, a correctional officer, and I got to go to work with him. And it, there's a lot of nice, nice things there. But his first century cell would not have been like that. And everything that he had imagined and hoped for, it seemed to come to naught. John's situation it caused him to have doubts, doubts about Jesus. He wondered if Jesus really was the Son of God. He wondered if the words that came out of his own mouth were true. For he at one time had confessed, Behold, this Jesus, he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. But now, alone in this prison cell, he thought, Did somehow I make a mistake? He decided to ask Jesus a question. The scripture says that John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to the Lord saying, Are you the one who we were to look for? Are you the one who is to come? Or shall we look for another? John's position in this life caused him to question God. Have there ever been times in your life when you've questioned God? Have you ever wondered if Jesus really is the way, the truth, and the life, then why has this or why has that happened to me? Why has this happened to the people that I love? Why has this happened to our country? 
Why has this happened to people that lost their homes in, in California or in Florida or the Philippines or around the world? Have you ever wondered if you were in the right religion or in the right church when you see things not going your way? All of us, like John the Baptist, have had certain plans for our lives. We all look at a situation and we say, well, this is how it should be, but this is not how it is. As we were growing up, we all had people telling us we would do this or do that. As we were growing up, we have all seen ourselves in certain positions, with certain families, with certain possessions, with a certain reputation. And all of us, like John the Baptist, have been let down in some way. Maybe we're not in the right major, or maybe we're not, maybe our dating life isn't what we thought it would be. Or maybe our families, or maybe our lack of families, are kind of a hurt or a disappointment. Most likely, I'm just guessing, but most likely our incomes are lower and our debts are higher (laughs) than we thought they would be. And all of us have been in a situation where our reputation has been tarnished or has been hurt by what people have said about us. Most of us are not what we thought we would be at this point in our lives. As John the Baptist sat in prison, he was experiencing something that he did not expect. And this caused him to doubt. In his doubt, he went to Jesus and through his disciples, he said, are you the one? Or should we look somewhere else? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see, that the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up. And the poor have good news preached to them. You see, Jesus responded to John by showing him, Look, I am fulfilling the scriptures. Jesus may not have been doing things the way that John thought they should be done, but Jesus was doing things the way that the scriptures said they would be done. Jesus was bringing hope to people who had none. And when the people looked at Jesus, they saw the heavenly Father's love for them. People who did not feel like God loved them were realizing God does love me. When people saw Jesus, they they saw the Lamb of God who was taking their sin to the cross and who was making the people into children of God through good news. He was giving them hope of eternal life in a life that knew no hope. And Jesus also said something very profound to John. He said, Blessed is the one 
who is not offended by me. John could have been very offended by Jesus. John was supposed to prepare the people to meet a king. He told the people how great this was going to be. That you should fear his wrath. And the people that Jesus was, he told the people that Jesus was so powerful that he wasn't even worthy to stoop down and tie his sandals. And then Jesus comes along. He did not conquer territories with his mighty armies. He did not sit in palaces dressed in royal robes. Jesus did not look like a king at all. He looked like a beggar. During his last days, he was even stripped of his clothes. He was mocked. He was spit on. And he was hit in his own face. Not only was Jesus often in poor and shabby clothing, a great number of people in his kingdom also looked poor and shabby. His royal subjects were no better off than he was. Who's going to want to follow them? A number of his subjects even died confessing him as king. A number of his subjects suffered and suffer from things like poverty, from things like disease, from death, just like everybody else. In the eyes of the world, he was a shameful excuse for a king. Jesus knew this, and he said, Blessed is the one who is not offended by me. Upon hearing the word from Jesus, John's faith was strengthened, even though his circumstances didn't change. John even died in that prison through the humiliating death of beheading for the amusement of a, of a woman and her daughter. But John died in the faith trusting that even though he couldn't see it on earth, Jesus was really who he said he was. John came to believe that even though things were not how he planned them, Jesus was giving him a place in a heavenly kingdom. His first century prison cell would be replaced by a room that was prepared by Jesus in his father's house. It's funny that even though John doubted, Jesus praised him. Jesus praised his faith and said, Truly I say to you, among those born of women, women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. In Jesus' eyes, John's earthly life was the greatest life that could have been lived. Even though he preached in a desert, even though he ate things like locusts and wild honey, even though he would die in prison. But John's earthly life was in no comparison to that life to come in the kingdom of heaven.
If you think your life isn't what it should have been, if there is tragedy in your life, or your circumstances aren't what you thought they should be, I want to challenge you to do what John did. John took his doubts to Jesus. Then John heard the word of God from messengers that Jesus sent to him. John's faith was strengthened even though his circumstances didn't change. Take your prayers to Jesus. Hear his word preached to you in church. Read his word written for you at home. Your circumstances may not change, but your faith will increase. Your confidence in Jesus, a king who often looks like a pauper, it will grow. And you will start to see your circumstances through his eyes. Remember, in his eyes, John was the greatest of all. When you have faith in Christ for your salvation, then you are a member of the kingdom of heaven. And in the eyes of God, that is better than even John's earthly life. It is a life of love. It is a life of laying down one's self for another because you know the one who laid down his life for you. And when we receive the Lord's Supper today, we will be receiving a message from Christ where he will say, Take, eat, this is my body given for you. This is my blood shed for you. This is me who has laid down his life that you may have life. Our king is for us. He gives himself to us and he is greater than our circumstances. No matter what your circumstances are, If your life is not what you thought it should be, don't worry. For if your faith is in Jesus, your life is whose it should be. For it is God's. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.